Child Care Bar and Grill. I'm Jeff Johnson. With me today is Danita Dinger. Lisa, at the end of this episode, we had some scheduling conflicts and didn't get any sound from her this week. But next week, we're all going to be together recording some live episodes. So she'll be back next week and in the weeks to come. Today, we're talking about spontaneity. All right, welcome to episode number 14 of the Child Care Bar and Grill. Welcome to episode number 14 of the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast. Today we're talking about spontaneity. The way this session came about is we I thought we were done. Then Danita said, let's do one more on spontaneity. So all we have written down is the word spontaneity on a piece of paper. And I will see what this turns into. So spontaneity. So have you ever spontaned? Spontaned. Um, I've... I've done a few spontaneous things. In tell my us, day. tell us your favorite spontaneous moment. I'm not sure. Okay, maybe not your favorite, but tell us one that's approved for, for all ears. I can't think of one off the top of my. I can't spontaneously think of one that's approved for all audiences. See, this is why I wanted to throw this at you because, kind of how all the other podcasts are. Just had him. Well, okay, so he did email me the list, and I was supposed to look through it, but I thought he only emailed. Never mind, it's a long story, but I didn't. How many more weeks have you had it since then? (laughs) Do you know how buried that email (laughs) is now? All right, so spontaneous, being spontaneous, why is that important? What's the opposite of being spontaneous, Jeff? Opposite of spontaneous. Um, Rigid, does that count? Rigid. We should really really find out, get a thesaurus and find out what the antonyms. Yeah, what are the antonyms of spontaneity? I think think rigid, um, formulaic. Formulaic. That's kind of a big word, isn't it? It is. What else would be the opposite of spontaneous? Unspontaneous? (laughs) <laughs> cricket. Cricket, cricket cricket I think I'll pour myself some more water on that one alright so some of the best learning that I've ever seen happen in my program have come about because of spontaneous moments um, for example uh, two weeks ago we were reading the mitten and I was planning on having some mittens some stretchy ones, some knitted ones that we could see how much stuff we could stuff inside of them and see how big they would get. But of course, I forgot. And so we're reading the mitten. And as I'm reading the mitten, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, shoot, I was going to do that. Hmm. Huh. What do I have that's stretchy? So then instead of me thinking about it, I asked my crew, I said, so what is that mitten like? What do we know that can stretch like that mitten can stretch? And I'll be darned if the first answer wasn't a balloon. So there it was, a balloon. So I went and grabbed a balloon, and we stuffed that balloon with as many things as we could find. Do you know that we shoved a whole block in this balloon? Same balloon. Well, a block we put, like one of those tiny one-point one Legos? Or no, like, it was a, um, I don't know, one-and-a-half-inch block. Big block to fit inside a balloon. Um, And then that's not it. We also had um, like a fireman, not a real fireman, fireman toy inside a balloon. We put in a teeny tiny um, little smiley face eraser. I'm glad it wasn't a real fireman. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he'd have the respirator. You never know. He'd have the respirator. He'd be okay. He'd be fine. Um, We put 
oh my gosh, I can't remember the other things we put in that balloon, but it was just hilarious. And I, the thing I liked about being spontaneous or love about being spontaneous is I was right there in the moment with them. It was, it was communication going on. I was equally as surprised as they were that we were fitting all these things in. And then someone had an idea that I should blow up the balloon and stretch it and make it bigger so we could fit more things in. And so I did. And then when I did that, they could see through the balloon, um, because of the light on the ceiling. So they could see the things and it made this black and so black picture of what was inside. We couldn't exactly see the things, but you could see the shadow of them, which made them think of an x-ray. So we went down that road with conversation. Um, and then they wanted the things to fly out of the balloon, like they fly out of the mitten at the end of the story. And so we blew up the balloon and I tied it. And I said, well, now how are we going to get those things to fly out of there? Well, it was their idea then that I should pop the balloon. So then we talked about fears and we talked about, is this really a scary thing or is it just a loud sound? And that startles us. So a whole lot of vocabulary going on. um, And it was wonderful. Everything flew out of that balloon, just like they come flying out of the mitten. And if you are not aware of the mitten, it's um, the book is called The Mitten by Jan Brett, and it's a fabulous story. Uh, so anyway, this one moment that I could have never planned, if I had planned it, I don't think it would have been as spectacular. It was so spontaneous, and it was um, just literally filled filled with learning. And then the next day, we carried it a step further, and I had some animal erasers, And the boys and girls then were working together, holding a balloon open. And if you've ever held a balloon open, an unblown balloon, hold it open, it takes a lot of coordination of muscles. It takes a lot of coordination of just your body in general. It takes a lot of focus and a lot of muscle and a lot of strength. And and then add in that collaborating with others and working together and... Anyway, it was just this really, 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 really good moment, all because of spontaneity. So uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about uh, relaxing, and before that, we talked about decompressing. If you'd been all compressed and not relaxed, would that spontaneity have happened? See, and that's the thing is, is years ago, I could have never done this because I was a very uptight person. I had my lesson plan, and we followed that lesson plan. And I'll tell you what, honestly, um, the boys and girls were happy enough in my program. They were creative enough in my program but it completely has a different feeling now that I've been able to let go of those plans and, and see the joy in those spontaneous moments. And that's why I mentioned in our last episode about relaxing, how a person almost needs to jot down those moments where you're truly relaxed and where you're truly seeing the joy in the moment instead of focusing on the things that are stressing you out in the moment. Um, for example, if a child's loud and has a loud voice, be able to recognize that as they are truly comfortable in your environment. They are so in the moment right now and so enjoying themselves. Um, instead of seeing it as, oh my gosh, I'm getting a headache. That's so loud. Oh my gosh, you got to stop that. Where's your inside voice? Could I get your inside voice? How many times do I have to tell you to get your inside voice? Um, so write down those times when you can see that as a joyful moment and figure out how that happens. Same thing with those moments that come from spontaneity. Write down how those happened. When, how were you able to let go of the moment and just be spontaneous and go with the flow and snag what you need to um, be spontaneous, to grab that moment? I think, I think a lot of it goes back to uh, when you can put yourself in that mindset, you're better able, at, able to trust kids as uh, 
trust those learners too to follow their lead. Sometimes we get so rigidly attached to our plans as the adults in the room that we we forget that their brains are more interested in what they're interested in than they are in what we're interested in. And so when we can relax a little bit and be spontaneous and follow their leads, more learning actually happens. Sometimes we get so caught up in having what's going on in your programs match the time of the year. Valentine's Day is coming up. So now we have to saturate them with all this Valentine's stuff. When really a young child, that's probably not a priority to them. Uh, Valentine's Day maybe isn't the most important thing on their list of um, important things. So they don't care about groundhogs and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, don't even get me started Arbor on Day. Arbor Day. They're big on Arbor oh, Day. Oh, and they? I saw some people talking about what they were going to do for President's Day. This, These things are not... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Oh my gosh, I lost it. They're not pertinent in their lives. They're not important. They're not of value to young children at all. Uh, will they be eventually? Yeah. And then whoever is their or, teacher or at that time. Yeah, well, that's true because, yeah, yeah, sometimes that never becomes very important to a person. Um, but anyway, like my, my, my beef with Groundhog Day is if you, if you can't have a groundhog for them to feel and touch and play with, they really don't grasp that whole concept. But what they can grasp and have a whole lot of fun with is shadows. And so in my program, we just have shadow day and we have all kinds of shadow fun. And usually it leads into shadow week or shadow month or shadow year. It's a reoccurring event, but that's off of spontaneity. I think one of the most fun, I think our program is just generally spontaneous because pretty much all we do is set the environment and then get out of the way and, and see what happens. But uh, one thing the kids really have enjoyed doing over the years is adventure walks. And what we do is we walk out of the house and we walk down the, the front steps to the, to the main sidewalk. And then I say, okay, left or right? And they pick. And every time we come to a corner, they pick. And we've ended up... Um, We've ended up in the county courthouse, courthouse laying on the floor, looking up at the stained glass windows. We've ended up uh, in donut shops. We've ended up riding the city bus around town just for the heck of it. We've ended up in all kind. We've ended up at parks. We've ended up. We've ended up at a park across from a childcare center where where the kids were kind of lined up against the fence like they were prisoners, and we're out on this big adventure. We've ended up uh, with our feet in in a stream a couple blocks away from my house, and. It's just we never know when we're I, – I tell Tasha, uh, we'll be back. Don't know when. And sometimes we've got, been gone literally for three or four hours at a time, and they're exhausted. But it's all spontaneous. They're choosing every step of the trip. I love that story. I've heard you tell that before, and I love it every time. And I got nothing. You got nothing? You want to do an episode on spontaneity, and we got ten minutes? <laughs> So uh, <laughs> it's after hours. I had a glass of wine. Um, you and Leroy ever get spontaneous? Oh, for Pete's sake. How did it go this direction? Never. Never. Well, I mean, not like that. I 10.30, mean, Thursday nights, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, don't you, ever, don't you ever try to carry spontaneity home with you and do... On vacations and things, I'm very spontaneous. Our lives uh, with the, our kids' schedules and my schedule and Leroy's schedule, and there's not a lot of room for spontaneity. So maybe that's why I've finally been able to embrace spontaneity in my program because I am 
I I do thrive on being spontaneous and in the moment and just seeing where things are going to go. Like on vacation, I despise, absolutely despise having it all planned out minute to minute. I mean, there's some things you do have to, um, but I'd rather just go somewhere and see what happens. Back in the day, uh, I've always been like, um, okay, let's throw some stuff in a backpack and go. Uh, kind of spontaneous adventure. And is or, Tasha spontaneous? She she's she's a lot more spontaneous than she used to be. Um, it, I mean, it, it would be it would require like a couple weeks' notice um, for spon- spontaneity. Would require, require a couple. <laughs> she needed notice. notice. We're gonna be spontaneous. Well, about, you know, it's a lot about you know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm gonna wear and and everything I got to do to get ready and everything yeah. and 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 now it's it's she's she's chilled out a lot and 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 part of it is because we're not working at jobs that are stressing us out and killing us anymore and so so her head's able to go there a lot easier but um, I wonder when you're stressed if you feel like you just need to make maximum use of your time and there's too much risk in being spontaneous because what if it doesn't turn out and it's a boring awful time yeah maybe, maybe. that's it I don't know would you like to come on mic and talk about this which what? I can't hear you. No, I'm fine. No. You have gotten a lot more spontaneous, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all kinds of good stuff going on. Uh, <coughs> okay, there are about you another three minutes. All righty, we're at 13. See? This will be the short version. This is where we can put Marlisa in. So how do you... She'll uh, talk about spontaneity. So... What was the last, last non-spontaneous, non-bow-chicka-bow-wow spontaneous thing you did? Here, here's, a, here's a non-spontaneous moment. Um, the summer, gorgeous in South Dakota, gorgeous. And so you are outside every single day because you don't, gorgeous doesn't last long in South Dakota. Um, however, it lasted all freaking summer. And the kids hadn't been inside forever. And finally, it rained. And so we're inside, but then I panicked because I thought, we've been used to go, 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 go outside and running and active, 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 active. And now we're going to be inside. It's going to be the longest day ever. It's going to be awful. Oh my gosh, I am going to be just exhausted. These guys are going to drive me crazy. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to set up ramps. We'll do ramps today. And so I put out all these ramps, make them out of great big paper, aluminum foil, all kinds of different things and had ramps all over the room and the balls. Now, the last time that we did this, was spontaneously, very spontaneously. And it was, it makes the top 10 list of my favorite family child care moments ever. This time, however, it lasted long enough for them just to make a huge mess. The balls were all over the room. And the next thing I know, after I had done all this work of putting out like six different ramps, a lot of tape on the floor, tape on my walls, where are they all? Think. Coloring. Why? Because they haven't sat all summer because we've been outside running, 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 running. Now, the good Danita, the smart Danita, the Danita who's on her best would have been embraced the moment and thought this was fantastic. But the old Danita popped up and I went over and I said, boys and girls, we're doing ramps today. Let's put the colors away and the markers away and come over and play with so the So they were ramps. spontaneously coloring and enjoying themselves and you screwed up? You asked me when was I not oh, yeah, spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. So this is it. Yeah. Okay. So they come over and it was so forced and it was so awful that it took me about six minutes. I mean, the look they gave me when I said, we're going to put the crayons away and come over and play ramps. They kind of looked at me like, get out of here, woman. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it, they were shocked that, that I was doing this. And they came over and then they're doing rants and it was like, huh, huh. I mean, honestly, I should have been videotaping this day because if this wasn't the loudest, most obvious reason why you should just follow children and trust them. Um, and eventually the day was saved. I took one of the ramps down that was made out of paper and I went and put it on the floor um, over where the colors and markers were and set them loose coloring on that or coloring on paper at the tables or however they wanted to color. And then another ramp I added some magnets to. So they had lizard magnets on the top of the ramp and then a wet magnet wand underneath. And so they were making it look like that lizard was moving all on its own when really it was the magnet underneath moving this lizard. Can you guys hear that? Yeah, but um, you got pictures we can post when we post the episode? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll try to remember to do that. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you a link to, to these pictures. Um, and the morning was awesome. There were zero behavior issues after I stepped back and just let the time go and be a little more spontaneous. Okay, so here's some spontaneity to you. While you were okay. telling that story, I opened my email. We have a... Email from Redleaf uh, wondering about uh, deadline for the next book. We're going to be doing another activity book together. So you think we can have it done by uh, October 1st of this year? Or uh, that would make it uh, hit the warehouse uh, of uh, March of 2014 for the final draft. And then a finished book would hit the warehouse the end of 14 or early 15. I think we can write a whole book by the 1st of October. I'd li- I like having summer. To yeah. do it because that's when really fantastic things happen. Yeah, I like having summer to sit on my deck and drink wine. Yeah, I know you do. But yeah, I'm the one that does all the work. He does the writing. So what about the spontaneity? <laughs> <laughs> so so that was just so, that was just when we, we wanted to do the second book. Oh, you you just you just do stuff with your kids and tell me the ideas. I'll do all the writing, Danita. Yeah. Uh, and, I have that email. Oh, yeah. I gotta and, dig it up. That's why the book got done. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise it wouldn't be done because my mind is too sporadic. There's no way I would have procrastinated. So maybe we shouldn't be so spontaneous about deciding on that deadline. Maybe we should look at our calendars first. Yeah. All right. So this has been another episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. It was completely spontaneous. One word written on a piece of paper uh, that kind of caught me off. Yeah, but Yeah, that was, wow, that was spontaneous. That was supposed to be spontaneous. Did that hurt your ears? That might have been too loud. We'll, uh, we'll. I can do Woody Woodpecker, but it kind of makes me pee, so I won't do that. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) because I don't need that in my studio. (laughs) Hey, thanks for joining us. We'll, uh, see you next time, but we don't really see you, but you know what we mean. Adios. Bye-bye. Amigos. at playcounts.com connect with Lisa at ooeygooey.com and connect with me Jeff Johnson at explorationsearlylearning.com see you next time